Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore, Christopher Strong, and David J. Cantu. Yabba dabba do. Welcome to the welcome to the podcast. I'm Tyler. I didn't know how to start that. Well, there are no rules to starting a podcast. <laughs> First Tyler. rule, there are no yeah. rules. There anyway, who go. are you? I'm David Cantu. And I'm Chris Strong. Um, is it bad that I didn't watch any of these movies? Uh, I think you'll be fine. I, I don't know the rules of the podcast, by the way. I, don't, I, I wasn't sure. I haven't been on like all of them. <laughs> well, first of all, the theme of this podcast, we're doing great today. Um, you know, I was actually thinking about this on the drive up, so you should let me guess. Is the theme uh, making the jump animation to live action? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is right. it just that That's simple? That's a great way to phrase it. To phrase it. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, we are talking about live action adaptations of cartoons. Uh, if anyone out there wants to argue with me about uh, how Dragon Ball Z is an anime and not a cartoon, actually, it's a cartoon. Build a bridge and fucking get over it. Um, I'm going to erase that from my notes now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, wait, I wasted like five seconds of thinking on it on the drive, too, and I was like, eh. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about the Flintstones from 1994. Uh, Scooby-Doo from 2002 and Dragon Ball Evolution from 2009 since I said the years were the other two. Oh, the dark age is a 2009. <laughs> Man, somehow the year on that last one makes it worse. I know. It does. I was thinking about... I, re- I remember where I was when I re- like learned that there was a Dragon Ball live-action movie. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, put a pin yeah, in yeah. that. Uh, this was Chris's idea. For a podcast. Oh, so he's the one to blame. He's responsible. Oh, God. Oh, yes. Yeah. I have another podcast later on that I'm also to blame for as well. Oh, yeah. So you got a couple. You got a couple this year. I got a couple this year. Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, no. What have I done we, to myself? We just had some, we had some spaces <laughs> in the schedule. I was like, you know what? It's time to break some of these out. Um, so, yeah, there, well, there's like, there's like ideas we, we come up with every so often. We're like, hey, what if we do a podcast on, you know, this? Or, we have like, loose remember, themes that were like, that we always like, like okay, we need like another movie to fill this in, and then we figure it out. Like honestly, yeah. I just I was curious how Dragon Ball Evolution was eventually going to make it onto an episode. Like, well, yeah, I think like, that was another. What thing. was it going to get looped with? Because there were so many options, and it's like, oh, okay, this. <laughs> uh, I, I guess we could start off like before we even get into any of the movies, and uh, how how do each of us feel? In general, or do or, or do we have is it case by case, or do we have general feelings about it, about the idea of a of a of an animated property being adapted into live action? I love the concept. I don't like how it's been executed over time, but yeah, when when you I, say that it's going to happen, I'm like, oh boy, if they do it right, that could be cool. Normally, I'm just like, I'm going to be automatically dismissive and it's because like there's a couple ideas out there that have like that have executed it well and we might even possibly talk about one today um but i think overall like it's approached with such cynicism like i think when you know executives because that's whose ideas these are uh come up with it they're like okay well let's let's make one that'll also appeal to adults because animation is obviously for babies so mm-hmm. like that that feels like that's generally the approach 
and therefore I I am very dismissive of uh, these types of films. Not that they can't be good, because obviously you know the the current superhero films are adaptations of comic books, which are a drawn medium. So like you know, it's uh, it's it's very case by case. But uh, how about you, Chris? What do you think? For me, like I'm not like immediately dismissive of it all at all times. Like you know, it, I I approach with a lot of trepidation. Yeah. Uh, certainly, I think that that's fair to say, especially with like you know the history we've seen of these kind of adaptations. Um, but like because yeah, you mentioned there with the superhero movies, but also we're starting to see with video game movies as well. Yeah. Where they're finally figuring like, mm-hmm. oh, there's a formula that actually works really well for these things. How to make it actually work, which is you know maybe follow the story. I was gonna say, <laughs> wait a second, <laughs> you respect the source material wait. and the fans like it. That's weird. Give yeah. the fans what they wanted. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Um, well, and I I think a great example of like ninety percent bad, uh, like uh, like ninety percent of the time it's a bad idea is has been like the Disney live action remakes that was movies. exactly what i was thinking of as we were getting oh into this. good point yeah, because that's a really good it's point. like I, I as optimistic as i can be with other ones oh, i made it through the word i yeah. did it uh disney ones no like as soon as i find out they're gonna do it i'm like oh that really? is it's 100 percent cynicism because they're like, just they're disappointing they're always disappointing they're never just like horrible yeah. they're just like a, why did why did we why did you bother yeah, yeah. Well, because it's like the Lion King ones. Like, why did you bother? Like, I'm not a fan. I'm on it. Like, you know, I've talked about it in the past. I've been crucified mm-hmm. for it already. I'm not a fan of the Lion King movie. I respect that it. it's it's good. Um, but like the, you know, the quote unquote live action one uh, is a complete waste of anybody's time because it is the same movie, but just with photorealistic animals. And it feels stupid because they're, you know, like, be- because they're doing what expressive animated characters were doing in a different movie. Not only am I going to agree with you, but before we get a hold of ourselves getting off base, <laughs> I want to point out that you can't even say the same thing for like the Aladdin movie. Yeah. Because they switched it up. They're like, well, we're doing live action. We're adding songs. We're going to make, right. the, we're going to make Jasmine more of a protagonist, less of a love interest. Sure. And I, listen, it's not that I'm against that inherently. I, I got to say, I didn't vibe with it that time. Right. Well, and like, because there's obviously there's good examples. Like uh, Christopher Robin is obviously like an adapt, and like Ooh, that's an adaptation of, uh, like of the actual source material rather than like, hey, we let let's just take beat for beat the animated movie and do it as a live action film. They 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 put an interesting spin on that. They, uh, I don't I never watched it. Uh, they I from what I assume, tried to put an interesting spin on Mulan that didn't work oh, out Oh, yeah, them, I also like... haven't caught that one. Though, to be fair, when it comes to Mulan, uh, the one that we grew up with, that is just one set of tales from, right. like, the mythology, so... Mm-hmm. Mulan, like, you have, yeah, it's like a short little poem, you know, and you can just go wherever you want to with that. Right. I've, seen, I've seen other adaptations of Mulan before that, like, are not even close to being the same thing as the Disney one. Right. I will say, by right. the way, if uh, you haven't watched the Disney one either ever or in the past couple of months, it's it's time. <laughs> I mean, I'll, the animated I'll, version. I didn't have a problem with version. it. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. didn't. I just didn't get around to it. But yeah, I think Mulan. It's not is worth your certain, time. Just watch it's certainly animated. one of those examples, though, where they get a pass on the whole not doing beat for beat what the yeah. Disney movie was. Yeah. 
Or the Disney animated, duh. My yeah. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and just uh, get into the movies now. We're going to talk about the Flintstones. All right. I got I got to ask this question. What's y'all's, uh, just real fast, what's y'all's um, uh, background on, with the Flintstones? Like you're like, what, what you got, you've seen the show and everything, I'm assuming? Uh, well, we talked about it a little bit um, when we did our Boomerang Movies podcast with me. Uh, oh right because... thank you you just unlocked more for me because i was gonna say <laughs> barely watched anything yeah flint's the jetsons crossover movie i actually did watch that yeah, yeah. um i that's a 10 I... out of 10 by the way <laughs> i don't know about that um, <laughs> but i i love the flintstones uh i've watched it as an adult like within the last few years um so i'm i am the right audience to be watching this film but yeah what, what how about you david uh, I mean, I liked it. I think what I really liked was just that I felt like it was a companion show with the Jetsons. Yeah, and the just polar like, opposites. Yeah, those exactly existing at the same time during my childhood. I, I sort of liked it. I don't know what it was, but just knowing that, and there's a good chance they're going to get played back to back. Yeah. So, you know. Awesome you, work, yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, I, I mean... I gotta admit, I didn't have that much with them. I've always been, uh, I was certainly like a dinosaur kid growing up. Yeah. So that kind of nerd. But uh, yeah, I, I gotta admit, I don't have that many Limited memories of the Flintstones. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it was a cartoon that would play. Yeah. You were a huge fan of We're Back at Dinosaur Tale, weren't you, David? Another one? No, no. But I do know exactly what you're talking about. I watched Land it Before Time, however. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're touching David, all my shit. That's in my vein. <laughs> I, I, I want to, I, I guess we could ask it like, like a nice overall question. Was like, do you guys feel like just overall this was a, an episode, like a long episode of the Flintstones or not at all? I, Ooh, yes, I do. Actually. I 100% I think it is. Um, the, okay, I agree with that, by the way. Because I, it's, it starts off a little weird like it's kind of like oddly gritty <laughs> like that first scene and like we get <laughs> like we see kyle mclaughlin and uh, uh halle berry and halle berry like like we were introduced to them before fred flintstone and that felt a little weird but then like once once like, i don't know i felt like seeing halle berry really set the tone and some expectations uh yes for what kind of movie it was gonna be yes it did um I'll definitely come back around to that. That's complimentary. I'm a fan. I... Yes, yes. Um, but like, as soon as we see Fred Flintstone, we kind of get into like a live action recreation of the intro, and which it's like, I okay, absolutely love. By the this way, is, yeah. it's, it's, this is it's great. So good. <laughs> Let me just say from the get go, because I'm, I love how all in John Goodman was on yeah. this. This full commitment, and you can't do this movie any other way than fully committing. I just. <laughs> and like it's weird because I've actually read that you know he was a little hesitant to do this because like oh, you know course, he didn't want to be like pro. like known as Fred Flintstone basically. And I don't, <laughs> well, like, good for him, huh? <laughs> I mean, like it hasn't been his legacy or anything like that. Obviously, no. he's a diverse. Really actor. skirted that line. He's like, okay, I can't do so bad that it's a flop. But yeah. can't do so good that they want to make another one of these and send me to Vegas. Right. Well, he like he uh you can tell that he kind of bounced around a little bit with the voice. He kind of just sounds like John Goodman most of the time. But then like he, you know, and he's like Goodman's voice is close enough. Um but then like mm -hmm. he does pepper in a little bit of Fred and I think like 
he there like people have said that you know he didn't want to do like an impression of the character and they're like well you got to do a little bit um but speaking of goodman like obviously rick moranis is here as well like wait that was rick moranis that was that was it was him spent the whole movie calling him diet rick moranis no really (laughs) i was like he's good but he's no real rick (laughs) he was and he was it was wow Um, they got him perfect casting mostly um i will say Rosie O'Donnell like wasn't great as Betty. Like, she was fine. I she I was didn't... fine. Like, no, but like wasn't more. nailing it as much as the others were. Like Wilma was perfect. Um. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that was exact. That was it was, like, was like spot on. Like mm-hmm. that was yeah, that mm-hmm. was good. Like yeah, the, the casting in here was like was totally fine. I don't have any issues with any of the, in the actors. You know, the, the lines are given is not their fault. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Let's sure. Just, let's just start this off right here, you know, because I guess we just yeah. if it's fine to get into, into Halle Berry here, yeah, just because like nothing that happened on screen was her fault. She is a really good actress. I've seen her be yeah. good actress either, I should say. And watching her like having to be like you know just oh she's just the pretty person or whatever. It's like, eh. let's talk about how this movie is horny. It is. <laughs> I was like, so the second Halle Berry showed up on screen, well, not, no, not the first scene, but like when she becomes Fred's assistant, when he gets secretary. the promotion, uh, secretary, thank you. When he gets the promotion, um, I was waiting for her to like do the sexy walk away where like she just shakes her hips as she's walking. They didn't do it immediately, but they did do it. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I was a little like, I like, how i mean it's like it's a trope but like i enjoyed that she you know she was endeared by by fred as a character and uh like and like like it has a very clear understanding of who fred flintstone is because like you know obviously he's uh he's a he's a meathead Mm -hmm. um like he uh is is prone to making mistakes he's he's a good intention uh good-hearted man at the end of the day and like well and at the very beginning of the movie like they really pound that it's like yeah hey thank you for all that money you gave yeah. me that was sure real nice oh may say nothing of it you know yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah that is exactly what you're supposed to do That's right <laughs> i uh i do like i was thinking about this today actually the fact that um the the first act of the film like the the whole part about uh adopting bam bam like it's a great adaptation of an episode that is a- actually real, um, but at the same time has nothing to do with the rest of the story. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that, but you're right. It yeah. it it feels like like a like an almost like another episode with like a small arc behind it happening. Yes, like it, obviously it ties into everything, but oh wait, but he calls him Dada, so you're forgetting that. Oh right, yeah, we, we shoehorned that into. <laughs> To the end. <laughs> Woo, yeah. Um, you think the writers were just like, hey, wait a second, wait a second. Like, we gotta tie this On their way into that last meeting. Well, like, this was clearly... We forgot about the B-plot. Yeah, this is clearly made by fans. Like, the director... Like, the director is a fan of the of the series. Director of Jingle All the Way, by the way. Um, yep. Brian Levant. Brian Levant. Yeah, sounds right. Oh, yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. Um, we, yeah, we got some interesting... 
like the production design overall like the sets Mm -hmm. uh everything like they do a very good job faithfully adapting uh the look of the flintstones um there's some really great puppets by jim henson studios uh there's some not great cg dinosaurs and uh mm-hmm. creatures in there oh, sh- sure yeah it's 94 i mean yeah and i'm like I'm, I'm i give them a pass because of the of, of the era um and also like they're trying to make them look like cartoons yeah i love the fact that when fred flintstone is drawn it's him in the cartoon yes, the little the wanted side. poster it's later so in the movie. perfect yeah mm-hmm. it's so good <laughs> i love that <laughs> um what is this movie about by the way uh because... rock puns <laughs> By the way, that's the real question that we've been beating around the bush. How did you guys feel about all the atrocious rock puns? We knew going into a Flintstones movie, they were going to be there. Right. Were you exhausted or were you just I were you just like it. catching them as they go? Yeah, just, just, yeah, like, yeah, hey, just yep, roll with it. it. Got I, it. It's, um, it's got not it. something that I ever worry about because I like it's like even as a child, that was never my sense of humor. Um but this, like, you know, I, I enjoy, I enjoy, like, the little character interactions. Uh, my favorite line of the whole movie was, uh, he's been my best friend since the first time I went to fifth grade. Yeah, that's a good line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I didn't I, catch that. I, I should say just other rock puns here, you know, Sharon Stone. Yeah, that was. That's a, that's a, that's a great joke. It's a good joke. You know, it's, yeah. <laughs> it works. But uh, no, I was gonna say I wasn't bothered by the, the puns or whatever like that. I think the jokes landed pretty much, you know, pretty well. Um, yeah, sure the jokes are diverse like, enough like, eh. that like it, there's something there for everybody. I feel like honestly, like the only like really detracting part of the whole movie is kind of the just the villain. I just I could not care. I just I hated I hated the villain. <laughs> um i, I thought he was fun. I liked him. Yeah, I didn't have any major feelings. I, I it was something where like. I expected kind of a weak story that, you know, and like, that's, you know, it's, it's, give me a Flintstones villain. Like we said before, like it's very much so an extended episode of the Flintstones. Like it feels like it's written the way an episode would be. So like it, he feels like, yes, a Flintstones villain. I did. So I didn't. Yeah. I, he was good enough. Uh, you know, Kyle McLaughlin is, it's always nice to see him around. I was going to say, I think he's fun. Every time yes. I've seen him, I yes. found him fun <laughs> or disturbing. He'll do what you need him to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, agree. <laughs> yeah. I I will also need to ask this if you may know the answer already, Tyler, to this one because mm-hmm. you're you know a dork like I am. Sure. Did either of you guys have any issues with the dictaphone bird? Like you kind of just hated him for some reason. Just like you can't figure out why you really hate him. No, no. I wish no. Fred would have treated him right from the get go. I was like, right. "This is gonna be part of the plot." I'm like, "Fred, and... he is sentient." Like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, "Take his tips, Fred." Christ. <laughs> so, and, and Tyler, did you did you have like a sudden hatred for him just for no apparent reason? You just can't figure out why. No. Do you do you know the reason why you should? You, I, I felt this way. Why did you feel suddenly? that way? Uh, he's also the voice of uh, Great Kazoo. Oh no, series. I definitely picked up on that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that will say I do. A, I love the fact that they brought him in for this. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. Um, I just really hate that with character. no Kazoo, not my Flintstones. You know, like, <laughs> we they're like we don't want to include this character. Everyone will be mad, but we do <laughs> want to like have the nod. Speaking of, um, Mel Blank gets credit for voicing Dino. Uh, he was uh, he was dead by this point. 
um, because they used uh, they used archive yeah. audio from yeah. the series. Uh, which I was very which I, happy I, I, about. I love that. Oh yeah, that's perfect. That's so yeah. That, it, like, that was that do you, was good. Do you really thinking. need? Do you really need another? Uh, who switch could do it better? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I think he, I think he made all the noises that you need to right. make. Right. <laughs> honestly, you know, like, you know. How much more do you need? <laughs> Personally, I think they should have outsourced Dino and only Dino to the Jurassic Park special effects, <laughs> and the whole rest of the dinosaur world is the Henson verse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. How could they didn't. How could they get didn't get uh, you know Peter Cullen to voice? Uh... Right. <laughs> bow, 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 bow. Um, you know, you know what I was kind of surprised about was uh, Mr. Slate was barely in the film. That I felt like he should have kind of been the villain. In yeah, it almost feels like he should have been like not necessarily the villain, but like you know an an antagonist because he usually yes. is. Well, he would have been the one trying to like cut people's jobs, you know. Like, yeah, but he's not like a bad guy in this at all. It's no, like, yeah, he's just you know he's just a boss. <laughs> well, you can't make too big of a change to the long-standing characters, you know. Like, yeah, Mister Slate still has to be there for the rest of the universe to unfold. Correct. I mean, Bam Bam only just showed up. Speaking of Bam Bam, uh, something that was kind of like a little bit of a an eye roller for the plot for me uh, is like. Uh, later in the movie, <clears throat> in the exciting third act, Pebbles and Bam Bam get kidnapped. Um, and I'm like, yeah, let's pretend like fucking Bam Bam is capable of getting kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering like, how they're going to show off like, you know, his strength. And I'm like, they did a really good job. Yes. Of, like, doing yeah. that. Because I, I think they want to do like, you know, the, 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 sometimes they like the Hulk did to Loki type thing to smash the smash <laughs> yeah. thing to Barney. I, I was just like, that going to make that poor man. <laughs> <laughs> Just lots of cute jokes. Just lots of. It's, oh, yeah. a, it's a very sweet movie, you know. Yeah, it doesn't no, it's, feel it's, ill-intentioned mm-hmm. like we were talking about before. Um, Unfortunately, like I think it got like a bunch of like bad reviews that came out. It's like you know, honestly, though, yeah, like, what I did get you it. I get, I get it. There's a lot of cynicism, yeah, in Hollywood, blah blah. blah. But honestly, like it, it's a good time. I, I I'm not feeling it here. Yeah, yeah. No, there's like I there's I thought this podcast by the way is because I, I had watched it. Um, and I was like, honestly, we should do a podcast over. Oh no, sure. With, okay. I mean, with with involving this, you know. Mm-hmm. I would just say that happened. None of the gripes I have against this movie are against specifically the movie. They're against the Flintstones, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. When you see them pedaling their cars, and it's like you use animals for everything else <laughs> everything in your life, else, but yeah. you didn't feel like involving them in your engine. Well, that would be cruel, David. Unlike the garbage disposal. <laughs> Yeah, my. <laughs> um, I love like the like the, the bus has you know yeah like all the people in there like oh here we and go like okay get ready everyone yeah <laughs> it's great um, <laughs> love it. I just want to also say um, I love that they use like uh, well for one like they use series sound effects and then like they use they compose new versions of the series music. Um, mm-hmm. I also love the involvement of the BC fifty twos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, forgot about that. Love seeing you guys in there. <laughs> you hear the lady's voice and you're like, is that? And then you hear the guy's voice and you're like, and you're like yeah, that's I, unmistakable. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, like I said, this, I mean, this, this whole thing was definitely made like by people who had watched the show when they were younger mm. and appreciated what was happening in the show. Yeah. So you know. Jamie ratings. Jamie ratings. Uh, for me, I'll just I'll just jump in. Uh, it's like a, it's like a solid seven point five. Okay. You know, um, I, I thought about giving it an A, but it's like, ah, I'm not sure it goes up that far, quite quite that far for me. But like I said, solid, easy, 
Zombot Five totally could watch this again, and I will watch this again. You know, I'm just so. gonna snatch up that eight that he decided not to use, dust it off. I'll just go with that, hang he, it up, and you know go. what? I will do the exact same thing. Yeah, I, I think it's so solid. Uh, I'm okay, you guys can share eight. the eight, okay? Yeah. You, got, you can share. It's fine. It's <laughs> it's a solid enough adaptation of the show, and it does like again, it doesn't feel cynical. Like it's a fun movie. I have zero like real great like i if there's, anything there's the problem is that i don't have high expectations for the flintstones you know right. like yeah like i the went flintstones in, my expectations okay. were set you know exactly <laughs> it matched exactly what it needed to do yeah it's good mm-hmm. they get a it, they it, get a clean eight it answered the question of am i gonna have fun the answer was yes yes therefore it's a good movie <laughs> so let's Done. move into yeah. scooby-doo scooby-doo um again I will just start out by saying solid casting. Oh yeah, can we uh, just uh, just real fast here, right? What is the best thing to come out of the Scooby Doo movie? Matthew Lillard. Thank you. Exactly. Matthew Lillard is awesome in this. Mm-hmm. You know what? Like, yeah, there's some stuff. It's like it's like this is not very funny. It's not his fault. He yeah. was told to do these things. The fact is that his voice, his mannerisms, the way he like, like the way he walks, like it's so good. Yes. <laughs> like he nails this character so well. It's like this guy obviously either was like a really big fan of Scooby Doo, or like really, really like researched this. Like and Shaggy's just, obviously a very iconic character. Like, you know, and he was also all over the soundtrack. <laughs> He sure was. I didn't notice. Like I never like. I don't think I knew who Shaggy, the music artist, well, it was me, so. until. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but by the way, I just want to point out that I love that you guys are like best thing that came out of this movie, uh, Matthew Lillard. Okay, I just want to point out Fred and Daphne have gone on. Uh, haven't they had like kids? Real life actors. Wait, did they really? Are they? They I, are I together. Like, oh, that's cool. Oh, shit. That's cool, yeah. Oh. You're yeah, like, best thing that came out of this movie. <laughs> Fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Matthew Lillard. Forget that timeline, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I want a solo like... Matthew <laughs> I want the Shaggy movie. <laughs> yeah, just, well, so, him and oh, Scooby, gosh. but, you know, the no, red no, no. carpet how, is just, just going to be him. Guys, how are we going to understand how they all got together unless we have individual movies for each member of Mystery, Inc.? Oh, I thought you were going to say that they just didn't allow uh, anybody else for the Shaggy TV show. I thought you Scooby-Doo or for everybody else. It's like, you can have oh, Shaggy. Yeah. You can't have I thought you else. were going to pitch the Scooby Dies movie. It's like, oh, Scooby it's a dark Dies. <laughs> I, like, I like the version of Scooby-Doo where he, like, resets the universe whenever they start realizing that, like, things are really wrong. And why is Scooby? How come Scooby can talk and understand him? Then it's like, ah, oh, got to reset the universe again. And that's why like, there's new versions of Scooby-Doo each time. That sounds like Doctor Who level stuff. (laughs) Anyways, back to this movie. Uh, Yes, back to this movie. So let's talk about the beginning of this movie um, where they have everybody quit so they can get right back together. Yeah, that was... I I hate, I hate, I hate, hate that trope. It's one of my least favorite tropes of all time. It just makes me so mad. It's like, I feel like it's such a waste of time. It was such a waste of time. I don't care. Yeah, it's like, I would be, I would be cooler with it if there was just like, if like, if the gang was on like the brink of separating. Because like, obviously this movie goes in with the intent, like with like the, the mentality, you know, who's like what Scooby-Doo is. It was popular at the time. Like this movie happened 
around this time because like there was the big peak after Zombie Island. Like mm-hmm. Scooby Doo was like pretty much almost donezo right before that happened. Um and that's when they learned the value of a good album like uh, yeah, ba- soundtrack. That, there we go. That and just kind of like they know that adults watch this too. Like mm-hmm. or like you know the people who grew up with Scooby Doo are like now have their kids watching it. So they kind of made it for both audiences. I think the whole reason they had to do the whole... And I, I'm actually not against that trope. I think it can work. It sure. doesn't always. But, you know, a lot of the times you do that because you want to do that off-screen development for your characters. It's like, right. well, now all of them learned how like they learned how to jump higher. So next time they'll be able to yeah. get to the helicopter a little faster. I don't know. Well, like, Zombie Island does it and does it better. Um, oh, that's a good point. Because yeah, like, they don't have, point. like, they don't really have any, like, you know... What do you say to that, Chris? How would you feel I, about like, it with Zombie Island? They don't have, like, any ire against each other. It's just, like, they kind of move on and then, like, oh, like, oh, you know what? Let's solve this mystery together, you know? Yeah. Right? Felt very comfy. I was cool with it. Zombie, Zombie Island's, like, a perfect Scooby-Doo movie, so... See? That's... Okay, there you go. He's okay with the trope if you do it right. Yeah. So lay off the trope. It's not the trope's fault. I, no, I, I hate the trope. It, I'm I'm prejudiced. <laughs> here. Um, by the way, so I, I had this memory just now before I forget about this. Uh, so Ebert and Roper, right, did the did their you know thumbs up, thumbs down, or whatever for this movie. Yeah. And I specifically remember uh, both of them doing thumbs down <laughs> and saying that this is a movie for kids who eat cereal, and I'm like. I eat cereal, which means that <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy the movie. <laughs> I eat cereal, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like I, you know, honestly, like I remember as a, I have, I have two different feelings on this movie. Sure, just, like overall, really, which is like as a kid, I honestly enjoyed the movie. Yeah. As an adult, I don't feel the same exact way <laughs> as I did I, as a kid. I have mixed I had mixed feelings as a kid. Like there were things about it where I was like, "Oh, maybe it's because this is kind of like semi-aimed for adults." There we like, go. I, don't, I was going to say I, don't I was the flip get of some Chris. of it. And I'm like, "Oh, like and then I grew up and I'm like, "Oh, no, this was just bad." Yeah. Like like I liked the I liked the I think a lot of it was yeah, like the ideas. Yes. Which was like having Scrappy be a bad guy. Cool. Having him turn you into know. a giant monster at the end? Weird. Not as cool. Weird. Yeah, that's a little strange. Um, okay, kind of but let me also hmm. throw in there. How do we feel about the monsters? I um, mean, because this is a monster movie, effectively. Yeah. They got the, real monsters in the there. The Jar Jar Binks monsters that they had walking around? I yeah. thought they yeah. were scary. I would not want one of those haunt. Well, in, I would... Like, it, it, yeah. it starts you off so, like, like as... They have, um, you know, the, the the last little mystery they solve before they break up, right? Yeah. And that costume and like the 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 villain yes. for that part was so good. I yeah. love that. It's perfectly like the, the, in line it's, with it's what probably, would be in exactly. the series, but it's like it's actually kind of fucking creepy. And like they have him, like you know, I never like thought about how actually because like you know, as a kid, you're just kind of like watching it as a. Like, oh, like you're watching it as, like, a live-action cartoon. But when you're thinking about the reality of the situation, like, he's fucking throwing fireballs at people. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. this guy's well, insane. He's trying, he's trying to scare but, them away so he can probably sell the factory for a bunch of money. I'm yeah. Just, I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I don't know okay, yeah, that's one theory, Chris. But at the same time, he's actively carrying one of them. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. like I, it's yeah well the I mean, implications you know, get worse there's there's attempted murder happening a little a little who hasn't done a little light murder who who hasn't killed a few kids okay who hasn't done so okay fair enough um i never yeah. thought that the whole daphne getting captured thing was much of a trope before this movie yeah if anything i think that they just tagged that on her because like she they, didn't have an she didn't have something identifying about her yeah, whereas I felt like different characters in the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons, like the gang would get captured Shaggy from get, time gets to time. Captured, yeah, it would just know? happen. And then we jump to this movie and they're like, uh, Daphne, am I right? They, yeah, they captured. really, they like, they oversimplified a lot of like who the characters were for yes. like the sake of like their role in the team for this movie. Um, I will say though, like Daphne had like, as far as the characters, she had the least amount of character in like the original series. Yeah, least, and that's why I think like, they like they went with the okay, she's yeah. the damsel in distress, which was she kind of an insult. Oh, well, and like because I think and this it was before this movie because like um, they established I, I don't remember when like it necessarily happened but was it, but it was a big part of like a pup named Scooby Doo. I was where, also thinking of yeah, a pup named Scooby Doo, where like Scooby-Doo. Daphne was rich, so she kind of bankrolled the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, you know, you're like, I yeah, she is, she is rich. I think, I guess, since then, isn't it? Um, and I isn't, d- she, isn't she like rich, like in almost like every series? Yeah, like now, that? like now, that's uh-huh. like kind of her her thing. Where and it was weird, like, and it's not really spoken of in this film. Like, like there's a little bit of like, you know, she has the. Uh, she's like trying to bring on like seven carry on guys. I'm more than a damsel in distress. Yeah. I'm also very rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, it's a spoiling going on there. So yeah, probably probably rich is a is a good uh, good assumption. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, if they didn't do that splitting up trope, how would they explain Daphne being able to fight like Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yeah, <laughs> in a in a very well choreographed fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it helps the fact that like again, she knows how to fight. Yeah. Like she's she's had a lot of training. Yeah. You know, so yeah, she, they didn't know. just like cast some like some Hollywood actress, like some young yeah. Hollywood actress, and say, uh, "Yeah, like uh, we'll 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 uh, we'll have a stunt guy, like and we'll shoot around you, like oh yeah, we'll yeah, find yeah. the stunt guy with the ponytail." <laughs> yeah, and and again, by the way, like the casting, I don't have any issue, any any issues at all with the casting whatsoever in this movie. Like I, mm-hmm. you know, like I think that thing for me at least that was totally fine. Like everyone to kind of fit into their parts pretty well like especially as well as they can you mm-hmm. know um i there's also a moment in the in the movie where uh when they have like the uh the the protoplasm heads mm. uh where they they're like switching bodies uh both uh freddie prince jr and uh old SMG, um were like were very good at portraying the other characters <laughs> when they switched oh yeah over. I, I love that that was that was fun yeah yeah that's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of fun moments that happen in this movie. And it's like some stuff, it's kind of like, okay, can we just move on from this, please? Right. Like like Mary like Mary Jane. Who was like, not a character in this film. No. Uh, I, I realized that watching it this time. Mm. I was like, she's not in this movie at all. Like, yeah. she, we do not have an arc to go through. Oh, same with um, Velma, who's, uh, who's trying to hook up with Chris Cornell over there. Can you blame her? Uh, no. Um, no. Okay, okay. That's the same. Just saying. That, Everybody that's... has, like, their person. 
Uh, also, they, like they, Fred, they and, definitely... Fred and Daphne oh, yeah. have have no chemistry in this movie, and then like kiss at the yeah. end. Yeah, well, because they're supposed to. Yeah, you could just tell the actors were having so much fun on set. Yeah, like the last day, they're like, "We're gonna wrap this up." Uh, final shots, and it's like, everyone ready? It's like, how about Fred and Daphne get together? Right, because I mean, like obviously, it's a thing throughout the series, and like, but like, but Fred and Velma have more chemistry in this movie than Fred and Daphne do. They really do. Uh. Well, and dorky chicks like her turn them on too. <laughs> oh, and can we not pretend like Velma is not the not the hottest one? Okay, and that's something else. Every I grew up with all the guys always talking about how hot Velma was, especially in that movie. And I gotta say, didn't see it very much when I was younger. As I've gotten older, I was like, yeah, you know what? They're all right. I've been They're Team right. Velma since I saw this film. Uh, but let you know, like on that note, this movie is also extremely horny. <laughs> True. <laughs> And extremely gassy, at least in one scene. Oh my god! I did not remember how awful that scene was. Yes, but the thing is, I remember the sheer joy I had as a child sitting with other children on the carpet of my aunt's house watching this scene. And that was the funniest thing. So I will not purge that memory with the brain I have now. No, no, no. It was a good time as a kid. I enjoy a good fart joke. Okay, listen, I Tyler, Tyler, I think knows this. You know, I, yeah, I will oh, laugh. I, I will laugh at fart jokes. I cannot laugh at the scene. I can't I laugh, laugh at it laugh, now, but actually, I can, I can, I can laugh at it a little bit with the like using the suit of armor. Because it's like okay, yeah, that was pretty yeah, funny. Like that, that was part. pretty. Funny. That was that was pretty. But funny. like Shaggy yeah, is full on shitting his pants in that <laughs> scene. Like he's he needs to check his his brown pants that he definitely you know <laughs> that's why he put a bomb in there. Um, yeah. Let's talk. About, uh, speaking of not being funny, uh, Mr. Bean <laughs> in this movie. Oh yeah, isn't it a shame? He's just over. Yeah, he's just he's Rowan. Just Rowan, yeah. go take a seat, huh, pal? Cause, cause it, suck a juice again, box. I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I don't blame him. He didn't have anything to work with. No, like, what's, no. What's he supposed to do? He's a wacky guy. It's like, yeah, that's about it. There's your And I will be playing... Well, have you ever seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? And they got that one guy with, with the, the little jelly guy in his tummy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're basically that with Scrappy-Doo. Krang! Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you know, Rowan. <laughs> Rowan, you're going to be playing Krang Scrappy-Doo. <laughs> um, the guy, the character I did like that was, like, invented for this movie was the voodoo guy. Oh yeah, he was fun. Yeah, I liked uh, him. Yeah. Purple is a fall color. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting under for that. <laughs> I'm gonna sacrifice this chicken. Chicken's already dead. Oh, I gave it away because chicken didn't have a head. <laughs> like, that was that, that was literally really funny. Yeah. Oh, speaking of um, speaking of Scrappy Doo, by the way, I 100 percent every single time I watched this movie as a child missed the joke that he was not a puppy. He had a gland disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that that I caught that as a kid, and I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't understand that what that meant as a kid. I'm sure it probably just. Went I like, just, Whoosh, I, yeah, I know? it completely. It was probably another one of those things. If I did hear the line, it did. Um, I thought it was like, oh, this is like an adult. Like this is like this must be like a sex joke or something, and I don't get it. Um, going back to like talking about the monsters, like the real monsters. This is very high concept for a Scooby Doo. The real monster. Well, I mean, if we're going to really get into it, who was the real monster? 
I, I also, I kind of don't like when they're real monsters in Scooby-Doo. It's like, can we just, like, honestly? Obviously another zombie island I thing. guess, but they were so freaking scary to me as a kid. I thought these were legit scary. It works a couple times, yeah, but not every Well, it's like clearly that time it worked one time, so they're like, okay, well, yeah. obviously when we do this version of the movie, we also have to do it here. Whereas, like, so, because the sequel... The sequel... That's exactly what I was starting to wonder it, about. Would you guys... Com- or Do you count the second movie's monsters as real monsters? I couldn't remember if they were... like Because they become they real, are right? made. They are... Yeah, they're like generated. Oh, okay. I you could... I, like, it's I, like, do you count the ones in Scooby-Doo Cyber Chase? Right. Like, yeah. sure, they're all digital, but guess what? So but is the game. they're real! <laughs> it's real for them. Including, yeah. you know... Don't a, worry, Scoop. They're just a man in a mask. And then, oh, I guess they aren't this time. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, well, it's like, you know, I'm probably one of five fans of the 13 Goats of Scooby-Doo. Oh, no. Everybody loves that one. Do they? Okay. If they, oh, if they, if they I saw like, it, they I, liked it. Yeah. It was, it's, it, was such a, it was such a unique show uh, for the Scooby-Doo universe. How old is that? And I, I, it's like oh, in the 80s, oh, I think. Lordy. Yeah, probably. Okay, because I actually just saw an ad earlier today for uh, a like movie? a sequel movie about the Thirteen. They Ghosts? wrapped it. Yes, up. They, they yeah, they, it they wrapped it up. They went ahead like someone finally got the money together. Thank, by the way, praise that person for you know spending the money on this. <laughs> I mean, it was like trying to wrap this thing up. You know, I guess I'll have nice. to check it out sometime so I know what you guys are talking about. But I was really more into Ghoul School myself. Sure. Oh, oh wow, man! That's almost like a, like a deep cut. <laughs> um, I I really liked whenever uh, Scooby Doo and Shaggy would hang out with Dracula, and <laughs> <laughs> like anything like that. And I think that was probably like the ghoul school type stuff because there's like, there like reluctant werewolf and all. And Honestly, given how many experiences they have with real monsters really justifies how they act when they're hanging out with the rest of the group and they're all like, hey guys, let's go hang, let's go investigate this vampire that's happening over here. Like, guys, no, you don't want to. Vampires are real. Vampires dangerous. are vampires are real. real and dangerous. <laughs> I'm not saying for sure that this is one, but if it is one, we can't go there. <laughs> like you'll all die, man. Uh, uh, real quick. I want to talk about the fact that, um, because we're talking about casting, they have some guy as Scooby-Doo. He has only ever voiced Scooby-Doo in these movies. Mm. Uh, While Scott Eines, the guy who currently, at the time, voiced Scooby, uh, was right there, and he was voicing Scrappy. So what the fuck was the deal with that? Because, like... Yeah, what happened there? Yeah, I didn't know about that at all. So, like, because I I was like, who is voicing Scooby right now? Because it doesn't sound like Frank Welker. Um, Oh, he definitely wasn't, yeah. yeah. No, and because, like, a lot of his lines, like, still are unintelligible to me. Like, I have no idea what some of the things he says are. Um, Scott Eines and Frank Welker have both voiced Scooby very well. Like, you can usually pick up what Scooby is saying. This one like was the only guy I've ever had trouble understanding him. Like not a knock. He 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 does fine. Like he like he does a good job with the voice and everything, but like majoritively, but uh it was it's just so weird to me. I don't get it. I will say though, thankfully though, like any uh lines that might be like unintelligible, uh the characters will repeat back what Scooby Doo says anyway. So it's totally <laughs> fine. It's true. 
So whatever. It's, it's what's a- that lassie? Titties <laughs> down the well. Oh, the uh, fucking uh, music transitions in this film are um, uh, they are too much because okay. like it's, uh, just, it's so you like, in your face. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it was too much. I was like, I, I was like, this is this is happening way too often. Yeah, <laughs> every other like every like. Anytime they went from one place to another, there'd be like the like this Listen, movie you, is. They so- paid Shaggy good money. <laughs> they are getting their Shaggy money's worth. <laughs> they, this movie is too two thousand two for its own good. <laughs> you're gonna have to take your Sugar Ray and you're gonna like it. <laughs> oh my God, the Sugar Ray scene! I wanted to write a note down for it, but by the time it was happening, I was just like I was entranced by how fucking like this was put here. To be in the commercials. Like, if we want to talk about cynicism, this movie has plenty of it. While also, like, you know, Scooby-Doo is accessible enough that, like, and also easy enough. Like, James Gunn, who wrote the movie, clearly, you know, he was writing, like, he wanted to make a movie, like a Scooby-Doo movie for adults. Um, and... Nice try, asshole. And, like, <laughs> he, like what I'm assuming his screenplay was... Like, all the elements that are still from that are like, oh, this is pretty fun. Clearly, he did not write Scrappy-Doo becoming a big monster. <laughs> I had to hope not, but the thing is, though, so, you know, I, I've seen some of his work now. I it, It's not that crazy for him to come up with it. <laughs> he's not he, wrong. He's kind of he's he's out there. Yeah, James <laughs> Gunn is not against giant monsters, man. That's, right. Listen, man, I have true. seen Slither. I haven't. I I might. And super sometimes. is super is up there for me. <laughs> I have seen that. Um, pretty much the only James Gunn movies I haven't seen are the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Um, and I Suicide got, Squad. I, and I Suicide feel Squad, like, yeah. which not, includes, by the way, a giant a giant monster. But anyway, <laughs> not to trample over the rest of this movie, but I keep getting this anxious wave, knowing what comes after Scooby Doo. Just like, oh man, we're almost done talking about Scooby Doo. We got to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, quick, think of, think of another Scooby fact. Hey, didn't you guys like that uh, scene on the beach? You know, with with the one guy. Did you like the scene with the exclusively Gen X plane? Uh. <laughs> and how everyone was dressed like they just came out of the mall. Um, and the fact, <laughs> uh, I'm 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 helping you out here, David. The fact that Scooby Snacks are confirmed dog treats in this movie. I didn't know that was up for debate. I thought they've always I been, always yeah, thought they, they were because were. of this movie, yeah. but people are like, oh no. Like they, they were they're regular snacks that people name Scooby Doo after. Or that they name Scooby Doo after. Um But like like they give a good explanation as to why they're eating them because they're like a vegetarian snack. Mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I was just like, okay, here, here's my, like, my burden of proof is off of my shoulders. This is where I got it. Like. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, let's, 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 let's wrap this thing up here. What David Newman did is. the music for both this so, and the Flintstones. <laughs> He's just trying to protect himself, Chris. <laughs> so, 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 uh, David Cantu, what's, what's your Jamie rating for this? Oh, uh, I'd give it a solid seven. Oh no shit! Okay, I I'm I know. Tyler. Well, it, it was fun. It was fun for me as a kid. Defend I'm... yourself, Ted Cantu. What? Why? Why? 
I just said what I feel like saying about it. Replay what I just said. Oh, uh, I'd give it a solid seven. Oh, no shit. Okay. I, I know. Tyler. Well, it, it was fun. It was fun for me as a kid. I'll do it. I'll do it right Jamie now. Jamie in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, it's below average. I'm going to call it a four. Um, I think it's fine. Uh, I, I, like... It definitely has no play. Like, I understand why this film is not on HBO Max. Hmm. Uh, because they're probably a little bit embarrassed of it. Um, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I, I I feel like it's it's an okay adaptation. I think, you know, if memory serves, the sequel kind of does a better job of being... Well, they had Seth Green. That doesn't count. <laughs> well, no, they, they had Peter Boyle. That that yeah that makes too. the movie better. That helped. <laughs> um, what, what 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 would you say, Chris? Um, real fast, by the way, to defend this movie from Tyler's uh, slander here, where he said that uh, they might be a little embarrassed by this. Have you not seen some of the crap they throw on HBO Max? Have you not seen some, like some of the garbage that's on there? This is the least embarrassing thing that they throw on there. <laughs> And with Discovery being shoved onto there now, I'm pretty sure that this is like the top of the pile. Are <laughs> they going to try to write this, this off good. like, uh, you know, like 20 years after it came out and delete it from existence <laughs> no. like everything no. else? <laughs> Listen, Fuck this is a Discovery this is guy. This, this was, yeah, no kidding. I hope uh, you're listening, bitch. Zaslov, uh, eat my Zas, anyway. Um, <laughs> good one. <laughs> Thanks. Thought of myself. Anyway, um, this is like this is like a five point five. You know, okay. I, I'm I will only watch it again if we have to do another podcast <laughs> when we do the sequel. Obviously. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I have to watch which, this one, which too. is our next I movie. Understand, understand. <laughs> oh, no. understand the sequel. You have to watch. Yeah, the, the next one, theme right? is going to be sequels we didn't need. So Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed and the Flintstones in Viva Rock Vegas. Uh, and yeah. Oh no! <laughs> uh, could you imagine? I'm just saying, the Dragon Ball Evolution. If they did a sequel for that, I already decided the Sands would show up and they'd be land developers. Like they'd still do a whole fight thing by the end, and you'd be like, "Why did they even do the land developing thing?" Well, like, well, like early 2010s, people were asking, "When's the sequel for Dragon Ball Evolution coming out?" I remember people <laughs> making fake trailers on YouTube. That's right for Dragon Ball Evolution Two, and people were like, "Oh man, this is gonna have Vegeta and Nappa in it." <laughs> And you guys are idiots. Every last one of you people who thought that that was a Dragon Ball you guys Evolution Er. Yeah. I want to share one of my yeah. favorite lines. Uh, uh, Geeko. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Goku says something about uh, Dragon Ball Energy Locator or whatever. Huh, Dragon Ball Energy, DBE. That's good. Fuck you. Yeah, I figured that that was a reference to something that I'd forgotten. D- DBE Dragon Ball Evolution. Um, oh no! So uh, okay. I so let me tell you how I went into this movie uh, because I've seen this once before uh, and I never gave it my full attention. It was I think I remember I was sick uh, and I rented two movies. I rented this and Watchmen. Uh, I, I started with this and I barely survived. <laughs> I watched this in the afternoon. I was like, okay. All right, yeah, I, I guess I'm kind of growing out of Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> That's not what it was. No. no. So, like, I, if this is what it was, 
Which, and it was wasn't. it always like this? And I just had like rose colored glasses. <laughs> right. Because um, this came out when Cantu and I were freshmen in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember because we were like, uh, one of our friends was like, oh, the new Dragon Ball movie's coming out this week. I was like, sorry, I completely missed that that was happening because they did not advertise this movie at all. Um, and it's You guys were entering freshman year? You said freshman year? Yes, you were graduating. So I was. I was I was entering entering the retirement home, uh, <laughs> but like you know I remember I remember, yeah, I remember when this movie came out and I remember like it was it was originally just called Dragon Ball, and then they added evolution to it in the later promotional mar- marketing material and people oh, wow. were going uh oh wait a second this is called evolution what does that mean I remember- and the trailer and then the, and then the trailer came out for it and people were like oh this is nothing at all like the series this is you know i mean it's 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 basically like if you told somebody the story of dragon ball and then four months later you're like hey remember that story I told you about dragon ball could you write that in the script i'm sure that's exactly what happened yeah. um it was weird it was weird the details they got right um yeah like the, i was i was you i was there's, very there's impressed every cut, time they a, said something cut lore that i'm like huh that's weird yeah um but i will say uh, one of my first notes is one minute in, they already fucked up because they yeah. say uh, Piccolo was aided by Ozaru. <laughs> yeah, and like, uh, like, like I was saying, I I went into this movie like, okay, I'm going to try. Like, obviously, I'm going to make snarky. Where's the mistake in that in their universe, though? Right, and that's like, I'm 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 obviously going to write snarky some snarky notes, but like, I'm going to try to take this for what it is as its own movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah, you've got to. Other, there's no other option yeah, with this. Yeah, because obviously one of the first things you see is Goku wearing civilian clothes, and that's weird. Well, he has some, he has some orange on him. Uh, not in the first scene. He's just uh, kind of no, 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 an Abercrombie no, 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 Fitch thing going and, on. Okay. In general, he wears some The way that you guys are talking, it sounds like there's rules. <laughs> and as we all know... The first rule is... The first rule is... There, there are, are no rules. rules. Yeah, he could wear whatever what he wants. St- that, listen, I'm, I'm starting to listen. The, the writer got screwed over for this movie, just just real fast. No, the writer sure. that wrote that sure everyone... did just fine. They got whatever they deserved. I'm sure. <laughs> no, no, like if they gave him a rock no, no, no. with like a twenty stapled to it. That is perfect. That is what he deserved. Let, let, no, let me let me finish my thought here. No, yeah. no, let me finish my thought here. This man was paid to do a job. And yeah, too much. Um, but however. My my good friend who's definitely watching this podcast that line is terrible. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, he. I will defend you for everything else. Well, you know, yeah, he he think, was you know. he 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 did he did a cynic like this is full cynicism. Like yeah. they they had a they had a script sitting around that he wrote uh like during the writer's strike or he wrote it before the, like they put it into production because of the writer's strike. Um, like the guy clearly. Was like they're like, hey, write a dragon, write a Dragon Ball movie. Oh, okay, I don't know anything about it. So like he just wrote a kung fu movie, and like slapped a few Dragon Ball references into it. And years later, he was like, hey guys, I'm sorry, you deserved better. Like I didn't know what this was. So like, fair enough. I I'm not gonna be mad at the guy. Yeah. Um, I like it's it's interesting to see to watch this thing and see what they did right and what they did wrong. Um, let's talk, like, we've talked about casting in all of the other yeah. movies. Um, there's some, you know, good casting choices for this film. Like, I think yes. 
Uh, and later uh, it's called Shameless, yes. Uh, uh, Chow Yun-Fat is great as yep. Master Roshi. Uh, he, he embodies the character well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um He's like, the only anime character in the whole ch- in the whole movie. Yes, <laughs> Yam- Yamcha Yamcha fits okay, pretty Yamcha's well. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Um, like he kind of like it's weird. Just like I'm like, did you watch Christopher Sabat's performance as Yamcha? Because you're kind of doing the voice a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I re- like I think because like here's the thing. I'm not gonna be mad at Justin Chatwin. Like no, you or Emmy Rossum. I, he Either like he tried. Two. He 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 tried yeah. to do his research and everything. Someone someone else was gonna play that part no matter what. Yeah, someone's gonna play that part, and, and like, ended up being ended up being him. Yeah. I will say like because obviously there like this will always be a point of contention anytime an anime is adapted. Like um, with obviously Justin Chatwin is a white actor uh, with <laughs> Japanese source material. Goku. Everyone knows Goku's a Japanese alien. Like Goku could be whatever because he's an alien. It is weird, however, that everyone else is Asian. Yeah. Like, you, well, you decided to go white guy just for Goku? That's well, no, a little I mean, weird. Uh, let's say Emmy well, Emi, hero. Uh, yeah. Emmy Rossum is uh, white as well. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, for uh, Bulma. And I think she, like, Bulma, yeah. she was fine. Uh, Chi-Chi was fine. Yeah. good. Uh, obviously, um... Remind me his name, Christopher Piccolo. Uh, James Marsters. Yes, he obviously. He, like, again, he's not great. his fault. No. Um, but that guy had a whole redemption arc, uh, because he like he was he was a genuine Dragon Ball fan, was excited mm-hmm. to play Piccolo, uh, and then had this movie. He's so disappointed. Like, man, we blew it. Years later, joins the cast of Dragon Ball Super as Zamasu. Uh, does a great job great great voice actor like yeah great great actor you know the the guy has always been like a solid performance yeah piccolo Um, is not a character in this movie so like as far as like playing a guy who kind of looks like piccolo like yeah that sounds like the fact that he by the way he gave notes to the uh costumer yep yeah he he helped design the makeup and everything you know and they, they didn't let him have the full antenna but they let him at least have like little nubs on him yeah okay fine yeah you know what you did you did a great job, buddy. High five, man. Okay, <laughs> you know? so here's a question. Was Piccolo an alien or a demon? So he's an alien in this movie. Um I oh, will good. Because I remember they brought up the Namix. Yeah. The Namix invading yeah, and which, trying to take By over the way, Earth. the Namix? You mean Namekians, bro? Like we've heard that enough times. Like yeah. uh it's definitely been a thing that's bounced back and forth because I know the old like the old dub said Namix. Um or like they would like singular the two old dubs. Si- singular Namek. Um so but that's like the planet. Yeah. So it, yeah, weird. But um I like that was that was like one where I'm like I'm trying to again, trying to watch this movie as its own thing and I'm just sitting there like, ooh, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah. No, this is this is like just like the most okay martial arts movie if it wasn't called dragon ball well so because you know, clearly it's, what it's, they're it's, doing yeah, strip away all the dragon ball z stuff from it or dragon mm-hmm. ball stuff from it it's a boring martial it's, arts yeah movie. it's just a movie yeah. that we would be talking about um and yeah. but except goku is clearly just peter parker from the <laughs> 2002 spider-man movie yeah yes or should i say Agreed. geeko 
Yeah, can we yep. just address the real elephant in the room? They did not respect the source material in the slightest bit, and it just was exhausting and frustrating because it's not Goku in any way. No. It is like conceivably Gohan. If anything, no. it seems like maybe they wanted to write a Gohan movie, yeah. and it could have been fun for us to have like an absentee Goku, Goku? who actually shows up and's yeah. like, all right, well, bye, and then we could watch a Gohan go through this shit. Goku but... and Chi-Chi in this movie are 100% Gohan and Videl. Yeah. Yeah, would have worked yeah, way a million percent yeah. better that way. Even though they didn't have any dinosaurs in that world, just throwing that out there. I should have seen more dinosaurs than the Flintstones, but I didn't see a one yeah. because that's this universe. They kind of tried with the cars, like to to adapt, like the like they tried to bring Toriyama's style into into two thousand nine, which wasn't great. But like, um, no, because the the Earth of Dragon Ball is not earth no japan know. like again another reason i'm not like concerned about the like ethnicity of the people playing the characters in dragon ball is because japan does not exist in dragon ball yeah i just really can't like i can't even start to think about goku's color when i'm just like this character isn't correct goku doesn't have genuine love interests like yeah. no disrespect chi chi you have a lovely family, but like <laughs> we saw in Super, like he's confused by kissing. Goku's confused by kissing. He had two kids at that point, and he's like, "What's a kiss?" <laughs> and then this was like, "Oh, how do I get the girl?" He never gave a fuck about that before. Yeah, there's just Grandpa no... Gohan. How do I get the girl? Yeah, just how do I without being the most awkward, most derper derper der... Yeah, no, so far off base with this character, and just and the bully, like, oh, I'm told I'm not supposed to fight. Bullshit! I don't think that's how Gohan raised him in the original stuff. I don't no. think that's how Goku ever handled his stuff. If Goku someone's like, to fight everybody. Exactly, Goku would have fought immediately. <laughs> Goku would have fought anyone. If that dude's like, here, make a move. Goku's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> Maybe I can't, just I'm Because the guy was useless. That's <laughs> what I was, was waiting for. Um, so, by the way, just uh, real fast before I forget about this yeah. note here. Speaking of like people who did, you know, good jobs in this movie, uh, <laughs> the best job they could do in this movie, rather. Um, Brian Tyler as the 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 composer. Sure, you know, did fine, did a good job. Yeah, yeah. I you mean, know, it's, I, it's, I mean, it, it's what is what can you do? Yeah, you know? it was it was you know it was Better. kind no, of sci-fi music. Part. Like, yeah. I don't know, it didn't with, wow with, me mixed, or anything. Mixed with martial arts. But like, you know, had the martial arts and sci fi mixed yeah, together. There yeah. Go. No, he yeah. did that very well. Really um, helped yeah. that airship carry weight. Can I, um, I also want to, uh, if we're talking about a good thing, uh, one of my next good notes is I like Roshi's waifu shirt. <laughs> yeah, I like <laughs> that. That was pretty too. funny. <laughs> um, that seems spot on, especially because they put the camera right on it when he's like, boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah. Explanation. Again. Roshi was totally fine. Yeah, like that was there was there was no issue. I had no issues at all with Chai and Fat's character. Like he played it, he played it off. He played it pretty well. I guess. Let's see, you know? Mutin Roshi, uh, no notes, babe. You did great in the trailer. <laughs> Again, also uh, calling him Mutin Roshi, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Exactly. Like that was another like. Uh, okay. Weird that you got that detail, right? Yeah. Um, you also call it the Mafupa. Yeah. Um, yes. You call him Ozaru, and that's just like big giant ape. Um, yeah. I mean, like they got the Ozaru thing right. I would have preferred if they slapped wave 
after Kamehameha every now Well, now also, again, yeah, just it. airbending being a thing in here was a fucking... Well, they also got the other elements, oh, so yeah, don't worry, me, except yeah. for earthbending for some yeah. reason. I don't but also just never a thing in Dragon Ball, like, never called that. Um, yeah, I know, right? Uh, I had, like, I just had, like, little bicker bickering points throughout. I just, because at one point I just wrote down British teacher. I was like, <laughs> how brain dead was... <laughs> Wow, okay. He's so, smart, Tyler, Tyler, so British. Um, yeah, Tyler only also, wants, only wants uh, Americans teaching Americans, basically, is what he's like. Well, and also the, the street signs were in English and Spanish. So I was, in Spanish? I didn't even catch that. Well, yeah. that's what they're like here, though, you know, because yeah. a lot of the times, you know, it'll be English on top, Spanish on bottom. That's what the street signs for. And, you know, I'm sure there are other street signs yeah. than the ones I'm thinking of. Right. But... I saw I, some Japanese. I was like, ones, "What the hell? Where? Where is this?" Um, it's very convenient that all the Dragon Balls seem to be on like one, like fourth yeah. of the world too. Like, oh, I gotta go to Pauzu. Where is that? Like, how far is that? <laughs> it's a good hike. No idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, we got like enough time. We're gonna make you walk, Goku. Hold on. So, is, is there just like a, a mine happening around Mutant Roshi's house or what? <laughs> what's yeah, that was strange. Um the uh so real quick i want to go back to this because we're talking about uh kind of chi chi and goku's relationship and also grandpa gohan uh it's revealed while goku was at chi chi's uh party what like and it's his, it's his birthday for some reason uh like he couldn't it couldn't just be like you come so far goku here is your uh dragon ball um but like so it says Oh, grandpa, uh, grandpa, uh, told me that he's going to tell me about, uh, where I came from on my 18th birthday, which is today. I'm like, listen, motherfucker, if grandpa was, dead. if grandpa's withholding information about my, like about my parents until I turn 18, I'm not doing fuck else that day. Grandpa, we're sitting down. We're having that conversation. Like what's Enjoying the deal? Were they yeah. Nazis? <laughs> You know, Real that's a legitimate questions. question. I get it. <laughs> like, if we're hiding shit about my past. Like... All I remember is that plane ride from Brazil. <laughs> but I they never you, spoke fine. Spanish. Anyway, so, so back to Dragon Ball. Ernie Hudson is in this movie as some guy. Wait, what? Ernie Hudson is in this movie as some guy. He's in this movie? Yeah. He's, uh... Oh, I didn't notice him. <laughs> I, you know Ernie uh, yeah he's uh I can't remember the character's name obviously but like uh he's one of uh, he's like Master Roshi's friend who's like helping him create the Mafuba jar oh my god was that, was that really oh my god yeah, he dyed really his eyebrows it. white mm. did <laughs> jumping to the end real fast oh thank god <laughs> um <laughs> so like they they're, they've mentioned Ozaru a couple one must times. be two <laughs> Two must be one. Uh, what an asshole! Like they just like at the end, they're like, no, so you're Osaru, and he's like, no, oh, it's impossible. What? No! And then all of a sudden, he starts turning into him for no reason. Like there's no well, like cause, that's because the the blood moon happened. Don't you remember? That's a very important point of this. Mm. Like there, like there's just nothing to set this up. Like it just there happens. Set up the, like. It's just assumed that I guess Mai is the one who, whatever, whatever that character is. Yeah. Uh, oh, Mai, I sure didn't know it was Mai. Cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's supposed to. Yeah, I mean that starts her name. Let's you know, it's <laughs> they gave her that the same name anyway. And that wasn't um, Piccolo. That was Big Pilaf. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> that was yeah. Big Green. Big Green. Big Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, the, the that whole thing was like just was just awful. It's like, you know, I get the fact that you know they didn't want to have him have a tail. Okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. This would like, have been. Yeah, a he's not a monkey boy movie. in this movie, you know. Like, yeah, if I, I'll, I'll get over it. Even though they, they pulled it off really well in uh, the Forbidden Kingdom, but that's a whole other thing. Anyway, uh, that's a whole mm. other movie. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, like he, like he just could transform back. It's like his friends are the reason why he transforms back in the original. And it's like maybe that could have done something, but it's yeah. just believe in yourself. It's like that's it. Yeah, right. Even like even like, even like always, she's like, always know, believe in who you are. Like Roshi's death is no. Kind of like, I, I uh, believe whatever. the words were Ozaru can be defeated. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was. They said the other one like that, fifteen times. So. Well, I'm not saying if the other ones been... didn't get said. I just remember <laughs> really eyeballing the scene earlier and being like, "I say, if only they had just told him that before he transformed, it, it would nothing that <laughs> yeah. would happen." You know, Goku, you're a big monkey man. Just a oh, heads I up. guess I am. I, I shouldn't be that. Okay. Go All ahead. right, I'll try not to do that. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so final thoughts. Um, I think the worst sins that the movie commits on its own as its own movie mm. uh, were just being cheap and boring. Uh, and disrespecting the source material. It's an awful adaptation. Um, the actors are fine. This is just an awful idea and should never be this should never be done again. Amen. <laughs> we have literally seen the fact that an anime feature film for Dragon Ball will hit number one at the box office in the US just last year so this does not need to happen again we can just make <laughs> animated dragon ball movies um i give it a two just to be generous yeah i had to agree with the two i was like this isn't a one mm-hmm. but it's certainly not a three <laughs> yeah no how about you david can too well just to be the contrarian I think it is a one. <laughs> okay. Fair I, I think it'd be a joke with like, it's, it's a 10. Just as a joke, we're going to be the contrarian. There. This is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. I loved everything in this. Uh, Justin Chetwin's hair was perfect. Um, <laughs> they did what they could, man. Hey, I, listen they, to me. They, they, they Put this on the yeah. box. No notes. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, only, only, for like, only for like five minutes was his hair like fine. Dude, I, I like. They should never attempt to do the Dragon Ball here. This we, was fine. We have already yeah. said it, but it's just so damn true. It just didn't need to be a Dragon Ball movie. No, just take, Boma has a has a blue take strand. that off of it. It's yeah, gone. right. God. Thank goodness. And she's just, got like a folding bike too. Ooh. I just want to say two things. Um, this was shot in an abandoned jeans factory which explains some of the horrible audio in this movie. Like you can tell that they uh, took out, like they did noise removal on some of it and it didn't work. Mm. Um, and uh, if this movie came out a year later, they would have post converted it to 3d and you all know it. Um, oh no, you're right. Oh Lord. <laughs> I'm inclined to agree, uh, but mostly because I don't know what that means. <laughs> so uh, that was, that was that. I think we got a really good range of movies here whether it was on purpose or on accident yeah. um as far as Yo, how everyone this thing, who's turns out shit everyone who listened to the podcast you're welcome by the way for this wonderful thing <laughs> <laughs> that i birthed <laughs> <laughs> 
Can't, so we just have to wait for them to do the sequel to Dragon Ball Evolution, then we'll talk about all the sequels. Great. Perfect. Great. That means we're never have to watch Evolution. Rock, I guess. Is it Evolution Plus? What do you think they're going to do? Dragon Ball Evolved. <laughs> Re- Revo- Revolution. Everyone knows that's going to be uh, Dragon Ball Resurrection. What a dumb Resurrection Z. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Oh, also, right. one final oh, thing. Uh, Jesus, yeah. Christopher Sabat uh, oh. was going to do, uh, w- like, recorded a, um, recorded the voice of Shenron. But clearly they just, like, they probably just found a dragon model and made it make dragon I'm noises. I'm so glad that you brought that up because I remember now being very aggravated with that not long ago This today. tiny dragon. Just a tiny what, little what dragon. What was even the point? Just do a big ass... It doesn't have to be as big as we wanted it to be, obviously. They're on a fucking mountain. It could be eye level with them. Exactly. That dragon, that thing looked like it was the size of a city bus. It's a, yeah, it's a little salamander. Well, yeah. it's, a, it's, it's, it's a Chinese dragon. That's That's all you need. Apparently. Yeah. All right. On that note. No more thoughts. Extra thoughts here. Bye, everyone. Have a great day. God bless. I don't know. (laughs) God bless us, everyone. Yeah. It's a bad movie. We mean it. (laughs) Fuck me. That's a long episode. Thank you for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com. Scooby-Doo, or that, that Scooby, tr- uh, fuck, and the fact No, that, he doesn't. And <laughs> that Scooby fucks in this movie? Um, <laughs> I uh, would remember that, Tyler. Uh, the, Tell me where, remind, what, what scene? <laughs> no, where? Where did it happen? Um, I want to skip the scene. Where was it? Uh, the, the, I want to make sure that I don't accidentally watch it the next time I go back over this.